Hi there, you're listening to the Guitar Speak podcast, the show produced in Sydney, Australia, where I speak to leading guitarists and guitar figures from all around the world. My name's Matt Wakeling, and thank you so much for joining me for episode number 89. Now today I speak to one of my favourite Australian players, Steve Edmonds. Such a great player, singer, songwriter, absolutely amazing Strat player, such a great tone in all he does. As a guitarist, Steve has recorded and toured with people such as Jimmy Barnes, Billy Thorpe, Renee Gaya, Human Nature, Delta Goodrum, Shannon Knoll, Doug Parkinson, Matt Finch, The Hippos, Doug Williams, The Australian Idol Band, and many more. And as a frontman, he's fronted his own bands uh, throughout many festival gigs and residencies and lots of work as the Steve Edmonds Band. Steve joins us on his way to a gig, actually. He was driving down to the beautiful south coast of New South Wales to Ulladulla to play a gig. And uh, so we, we had to talk to him in the car. And uh, he talked to us about the Sydney Guitar Festival, the great Hendrix show coming up there, where Steve and a bunch of other fantastic players putting on that show, what it's like to pull killer strat tones on any guitar known to man, whether he likes it or not, and uh, his latest EP, Chakras, which is really fantastic, uh, mini album. All right, let's jump straight into it. Here's Steve Edmonds in his car, driving down the coast. All right, Steve Edmonds, welcome to the Guitar Speak podcast. Thanks, Matt. It's a pleasure to be with you. Great, man. Great to have you. Um, now we're going to talk about the Jimi Hendrix tribute show uh, called Purple Haze, which is part of the Sydney Guitar Festival this year. But I'd love to speak about a bunch of things with you, including your, your new EP and um, as well as that, that gig. Now, that that gig coming up has got a great lineup, man. Jack Houston, Peter Northcott, Di Pritchard, Grant Wormsley, Chris Gonzalez, Brett Williams, Steve Williams, Joel McDonald, and yourself. But... Um, Man, you've been playing Hendrix shows for a long time. You've, you're, in fact, on the um, on the flyer for the, for the gig. The the Sydney Guitar Festival has have named you as a Hendrix uh, expert. Uh, uh, well, yeah, I mean, I don't know about an expert, but uh, I do. I, I love him as much as anyone else, and uh, I, I do. I do my own kind of Hendrix tribute, which is. You know, which is not to say, you know, it's a concept because, uh, you know, if you know anything about Hendrix, you kind of realise that, you know, it's a hard thing to uh, to nail down, you know, because it was so free and, and so jam-like and so different every time. Sure, it, yeah. it, uh, it, 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 That would be a lifetime's uh, commitment to actually... You know, go down that path. Um, you know, I'm, I guess, fortunate enough to love all, all, all sorts of music and um, and everything else. You know, uh, and lots of different styles of guitar. So uh, I don't really feel necessary, the necessity to to do a, a tribute, but we do a concept where we play, you know, uh, an hour and a half of his kind of more popular stuff. And we interpret that, you know, mm-hmm. and I interpret it the best way I can. So that's kind of that's kind of it, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Cool, man. So Do... I've been, yeah, I've been doing that for a while. Yeah. yeah. Great. Do you recall the first time you heard Hendrix? Do I recall? Sorry. The first time you heard Jimmy. 
Yeah, I do actually. Yeah, yeah. Um, well, I think the first time was uh, watching. Uh, I think it was Monterey Pop um, on TV when I was in like third, second or third class. It came on in the afternoon. So, and that was a that that whole that whole festival and the whole movie that they they showed on television was a real moment, you know, uh, in my uh, in my musical life. But um, after that, I, I played my my dad's a drummer and I played drums for a long time, you know, ten years odd and studied with him and and was very serious about being a drummer. And uh, I was a drummer when I was introduced to uh, a local guitar hero. And, uh, yeah, it, it was... Uh, the, the, he, uh, he introduced me. He left me a tape and introduced me to, uh, to Jimmy uh, much later on while I was in high school. And that was, uh, that was a real uh, eye-opener. That was a bit more uh, of an intense kind of uh, awakening to Jimi Hendrix, yeah. Wow, and and what did you take from from him as a player? What how did he influence your own learning of the guitar? Oh well, you know, just the whole you know song. You know, the, I mean, the songs. It was amazing that each vehicle, um, you know, for the songs uh, was different. Each of the songs were really unique and different. You know. Uh, the ballads and, you know, um, and then the way he played blues and then, you know, his psychedelic thing and then his pure popness and, you know, just there's so many, uh, you know, like there was rap in there. There was so many different things before um, they became popular kind of things, you know. There, there's so much invention and so much uniqueness and creativity um, in all the songs, and, that, and it was really being a young person that the songs that um, that uh, really made it possible for, for me to remember, you know. Uh, yeah, sure. Yep. Yeah, I mean that's that's a huge thing, isn't it? There's yeah, everyone thinks of him as the guitar hero, the guy setting his guitar on fire, but the the, the songs were so strong. Yeah, so I think that's really it. Is and then, of course, you know, on, on another level, there's the way he used the guitar mm-hmm. in all these songs. And then on a technical level above that, there's the uh, incredible, you know, effects and technique and, and freeness and avant-garde sort of jazz quality that he has. And, and you know, uh, just incredible uh, musicianship as well. So, as well as singing and writing them and, you know. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> so, Yeah, the whole the whole package. Oh, it's incredible. It's incredible. The um, there's there's a great guitar lineup. As I mentioned, I ran through those names, and um, a bunch of them I've seen on, on maybe similar shows. I saw actually, Steve. I saw you at the um, the Gary Moore remembered gig, uh, which must have been 2016 now, um, with a bunch of these guys as well. Um, Peter Northcott was on that one, yeah. and and uh, yeah. and Pete and uh, Chris Camzalis. What do you yeah, like? What do you enjoy yeah. about doing these kind of shows with a bunch of I other guitar Chris. players? Yeah, we we played together a little bit. We did uh, the first Australian Idol um, tour together, uh, the live tours. Oh yeah, yeah. Cool. And and 
played with Shannon Noel after that mm-hmm. for about a year, I think. It was on and off. So, um, yeah, I, I love Chris. And uh, I've, it's been amazing watching his amazing tone and taste develop. Um, so, you know, he's an absolute monster now. And, uh, his tone is... His strap tone is something else. You know, if you really want to check, make sure you go to check it out. Matt, do you, do you know what songs you're playing yet? Are you allowed to uh, divulge? Yeah, yeah, I, I think so. Uh, my songs are um, All Along the Watchtower, awesome. uh, which is a, a Dylan song. But, of course, uh, Hendrix made that very popular for himself. And then um, I'm doing Castles Made of Sand, which is a, uh, an interpretation <laughs> of, of that masterpiece. And then uh, I'm doing a a thing with Randall. I'm sharing a song with Randall while well, it's it's more I'm sharing a medley that oh, okay. we put together. Oh, cool, man. Yeah. And and it's kinda the the intro of um Burning of the Midnight Lamp into Manic Depression. Okay. And then it goes into in and it goes into the live uh kind of Isla White version of uh in from the storm. Okay. So, cool. um, yeah, it's just this building kind of a thing, and it's cool. It's good fun, and it, it knocked out another three Hendrix tunes that would normally wouldn't normally be played. Yeah, nice. So, uh, yeah. That'll be cool for the diehards who, who want to hear that stuff as well. That's cool. Yeah, yeah, and and there's some great, you know, some great, just great, exciting guitar and and musical devices in, in that thing, which is, which is a good listen to. Yeah, nice. Very cool. Hey, I liked earlier you used that word interpret. So when when you approach something like All Along the Watchtower, that's one of the the amazing things about that song is it's got the different guitar solos stacked up. There's the you know the wah solo, the octave yeah. solo. Well, the well I, I do I do try and keep that um, fairly close. Uh-huh. Uh, well, as close as I can remember at the time. Yeah, yeah. You know, cool. I mean, there there are. You know, uh, so I kind of, and I even do the slide. Oh, nice. I interpret the slide thing. Yeah, cool. Yeah, that's fun. That's trippy, that part. So that, that um, yeah, that, that uh, all along the watchtower can get, it can get a bit jammy, if you know what I mean. So I do try and, and keep the, you know, keep the melodies and, and, and the main points uh-huh. pretty strong, as strong as I can, you know, uh, yeah. Nice man. What's your um? What's your rig these days? I want to talk about your EP chakras because the tones on that record knocked me out. For so when you um. Oh, oh which record? Ah, uh, the chakras EP. Okay, well that, that on that record, I actually that was recorded at Rod McCormick's studio, and that 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 album was recorded on um a a, 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 a like a just a standard. Um, basement uh, that he had there. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, uh, it just just a standard combo. Um, um, so that was it. Um, and um, and just some pedals. I, I, I used a a GNI drive pedal, and that was pretty much it. Okay. The rest, you know, the rest is his EQ and compression on the desk. Wow, man. Um, awesome. Yeah, yeah, but it, it's just. 
washing and I drive and um, and into uh, just like a basement combo. Um, yeah, so that that's really that's it. <laughs> wow, man, that's so, awesome. Uh, that's killer because the um. That's funny, actually. You're the only Australian guitarist I've spoken to who's using a GNI pedal. I had Andy Timmons on the show um, early on in the show, and he uh, he he busted one out on his most recent album. But I haven't heard any Aussies playing one. That's cool. Yeah, yeah. Well, I, I kind of got I, I bought it for that Octavia thing that he uses it for. Oh, okay, um, cool. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I kind of I, I heard him talking about it, so I thought I'd give it a go. But you know, the drive. The, the drive is amazing. It works with so many different amps, you know. I mean, a lot of a lot of drive pedals, what you know, they just they they won't speak to an amp, you know, if you will. So, um, but this thing's great, man. I, I, I you, you can use it with a Fender amp, and you can also use it, you know. It sounds. It's just it's not too compressed, and it's not too, um, you know. Bodily, you know, it's it's really a, a nice, big, wide thing, and then and the tone works great on it. If you want to add that compression, you can use the tone knob on it. But of course, the uh, and it, it also has a fuzz. There's three three settings on it. Okay, yeah. And yeah. the first one, the, the fuzz is fantastic too. You know, so I just wish you could separate them, but you've actually got to bend down and click them. Yeah. But um, yeah, but the Octavia is. Is sensational and it's great. And most Octavias really start fluting uh, past the twelfth fret, you know. Okay. Uh, yeah. Whereas this, whereas this thing, you know, it's not bad all over the all over the neck. You still, you still get a nice optic, you know, uh, a clear kind of a vibe. So yeah, I'm, I love it. Yeah. Cool, man. Man, it is versatile because yeah, it's. I think I think Timmons is using it more of a. More of a, that fuzz Octavia, but on like on your EP for some of the stuff, like on Little Something, it's there's a, just that beautiful, sweet kind of mid rangey thing. I, in my head, I was thinking like maybe a tube screamer, sort of an idea with that mid range no, kind of. No, well, well, Little Something is a telly. It's a, it's a, it's actually a telly. Okay. With a Gretsch, with a Gretsch, um, uh, TV Jones Gretsch pickup in it. Oh, nice man. So for for the solo, for, okay. for the for the rhythm parts, that's the that's the Rory Gallagher Strat with John Sir pickups in it. Okay. Nice. Um, yeah, uh, going through the the basement. Um, yeah. So um, yeah. So that 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 was uh, that was that. But but yeah, just for that solo, I kind of cleaned it up a little. I wanted to try and get a little, but it doesn't matter what I play, man. It sounds like a strat. Now, I don't know why. It's just one of them things, you know? It's like, man, I've got hollow body guitars, and I, I, my friends go, I, I was walking up the stairs, and I could hear it, and it sounded like a strat, you know? So, I don't know. Just, I'm cursed. I, I, I've got a bunch of guitars. They all sound exactly the same. So, it's bizarre. That's awesome. Know? How about um? How about something like the change? Because that to me was it sounds like Steve Edmonds via James yeah. Brown and SRV all in all in one. It's so great, man. Ah, uh, thanks, man. Well, you know that I wanted to get you know something funky and a little sort of you know uh, darker and and kind of meaningful and sardonic in the sense that you know it was. Uh, 
because of the, the lyrical content of the song. But, um, yeah, that, that was great uh, because I've, I've, we got to have a, a blow. Uh, well, Clayton came in and, and played uh, the keyboards after we, we track. Um, and I was there and I just said, let's just have this section and, and let's just exchange um, a few phrases, you know. So we, we haven't got long, but let's just try and, and wing it and try and hopefully it'll fall lucky, you know, because we weren't really counting and we were kind of aware of how long we had, we'd given the, um, the solo section oh, okay. to yeah. finish. Oh, okay. You know, and I said, I, I, you know, you're here, or rather than it just being this huge long guitar thing, how about we exchange, you know, uh, a few phrases each, and 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 hopefully it'll land. And it it kind of did, you know, it, it it came really really close, close enough for Rod. If it was, if Rod said, you know, that sounds great, well then, uh, fine, you know, that's kind of that's what we went with. So, um, you know, so that's. That's kind of what happened, but that was the the real. It was just you know about I think it was about the second or third take, we kind of felt it out and and figured out what we were going to do, and it got you know it was fun. It was really fun. So that was the beauty of of that track, you know. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, it is fun. It is fun. Yeah, the the back and forth is cool. Love that. Yeah. Cool. So what's the um. What's the second half of the year look like for you? You, you mentioned doing sideman work earlier. It seems these days you're, you're full tilt doing your own thing. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm trying to, you know, do do my own thing and fill the book and work, you know, and, and work. We just had a baby, so I haven't really been practicing a lot. But, sure, um, yeah. You know, that's a, it's a, a while. It'll be a while before I, I kind of... But I'm still buying heaps of gear. <laughs> so, <laughs> you know, that's cool. That's keep no. me, keep, keep me, uh, you know, in, keep, keep make me sound better. So, um, yeah, so that that's cool. But, um, yeah, I've got um, a... I've got a rockabilly band that I do with my wife. Well, until, until she, we just had this last baby. Yeah, yeah. So, um... Uh, which is good. It's fun. It's it's. I, I kind of dig the rockabilly thing because there's so many jazz cats that played it, you know, as session guys, and uh, and then of course you've got Setsa, which is a a beacon in itself yes. of, uh, yeah. of playing and knowledge and, and coolness. So that, and then you've got all those, you know, all those other guys that played with Gene Bits and played, you know. Um, that session all throughout all that stuff and there's some great songs and and it's a you play for dancers which i i find uh most rewarding mm-hmm. um so um that's a really cool thing to do because it's hard to do steve Evans band three nights a week 50 weeks a year which is what i basically aim for yeah sure. but um yeah. you know and i have done it in the past but it's easier if i can take three or four dates out of the month and and I do this band called Mescalero with Kim and we do yeah we just do like some swing stuff and there's plenty I mean it's still a trio uh, with a double bass player uh, um, Jordan Thomas Jordan C. Thomas who's uh, a fantastic guitarist uh, in his his own right Uh, but but just uh, and an amazing singer and of course 
an incredible double bass player too. So uh, he plays double bass in this band, and um, Tony Georgeson's playing drums, and um, it's a swing kind of jump, uh, rockabilly, surf guitar. We've written some instrumentals, and I have an album out with you know. So it's about forty percent original, and then sixty percent rockabilly, rock and roll, surf guitar, jump blues hits. You know what I mean? Nice. Just to keep, keep everyone on the floor. And there's there's plenty there. I mean, you know, just learning that stuff. There's there's a career and, and a lifetime's worth of uh, work in trying to get that stuff happening. Um, so that's, I'm doing that. And then um, I just bought a new airline um, guitar, an airline tuxedo. Oh, okay, is, yeah, cool. Yeah, I, I, I'm, I can't say I'm the biggest uh, 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 Junior, Walker, uh, Junior Watson fan on the planet. Uh-huh. Uh, and, and because Dino probably is, um, Dino Defeatus is probably the biggest Junior Watson fan on the planet. He, he was a, a spectacular guitar player, a blues man from, from Newcastle, who isn't gigging enough for my liking, but he's he's the man. So, But I love Junior, and um, I, he's been playing these harmony, these smaller body harmony things, and, and uh, harmony, anyway, I've you know, years and years of research and admiring these things. I finally picked one up and got it shipped over uh, an airline tuxedo, which is great. And, um, yeah, so I've got that, and it's really inspired me to uh, to get back to playing the blues. So I'm, I'm going to do a blues band, or I think I'm going to do a little a blues band, maybe with a keyboard player too, and, um, uh, yeah, just dig deep into that and do some work and get some of that stuff. Uh, happening. So that I'm really looking forward to. I'm really inspired to do that because the, the tones out of this thing, it's got some P, P90s in it. They're okay. kind of a little bit overwhelmed, little little uh, little fatter and super, you know, octal kind of sound and really very, you know, really inspiring. So I'm keen. I'm really keen to give that a whack. So I don't know if I'll be able to get it together um you know, within a couple of months, but I've got the players that I want in mind, and um, yeah, so maybe you know, I'll, I'll that'll be gigging too in the new year too, as well as Steve um, and Escalera. Great man, that's awesome. Good to hear. Plenty, plenty going on, and of course the um, the Purple Haze Jimmy Hendrix tribute at the Sydney Guitar Festival on August the 11th at the Concourse Theatre. Hey, Steve, thanks so much for your time, man, especially on the road, heading down to uh, Ulladulla for your gig tonight. Yeah, thanks, Matt. Thanks for having us on the show and that. And, um, yeah, the show is absolutely fantastic. Uh, I did mean to talk a little bit more about the show. Um, they're all better than me. They're all fantastic <laughs> guitar players. I'm really lucky to be there. I, I, you know, I pinch myself, you know, uh, and it's just a, an amazing it's an amazing gig and a, and a tribute to the greatest of all. So, you know, can't go wrong. <laughs> That's cool. Hey, man, that's funny. I've had about half the lineup on my podcast, and they will all say the same thing. They'll all say I'm the worst guitarist there. I'm checking out everyone else. It, it does. It does mess with your head, man. It does mess with your head, especially you know you got to play after Peter or after Jack, you know, or after any of them, you know. It's just it's you know you kind of want to hide as far away from the band as you can and just try and time it. 
so that you don't really have to hear anything before you play. But, uh, it's fantastic. But hey, mate, give me a ring anytime, man. It's been such a gas to talk to you. I'd love it if you rang up and we could talk some guitar and pedals at the Unreal. Yeah, man, for sure. For sure, I'd love that too. All right. All right, we'll keep in touch and, um, yeah, have a great gig. And I'll, uh, if not before, I'll see you on August the 11th. Okay, man. Okay, thanks, mate. Bye. See ya. All right, there you go, my conversation with Steve Edmonds. Good guy and an and amazing musician. And uh, nice shout-out he gave to our friend Chris Kamzalis as well, who is an unbelievably great guitar player who... I concur, man. Paul's fantastic strat tones. So, takes one to no one, I reckon. So, very cool to know Steve and, and Christy did all those gigs. I had no idea. So, that's that's pretty cool. All right. Hey, I want to give a shout out to Chris Marrick from Marrick Media, who has hooked up these last few interviews for the City Guitar Festival. So, speaking to Steve in today's show, Kaki King, Albert Lee. It was really great to speak to those people. And, uh, yeah, many thanks to, to Marrick Media. All right, just about to go. Remember, we're on Facebook and Instagram. You can support us through Patreon and subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts, iHeart Radio or Stitcher Radio or pretty much anywhere you can get podcasts these days. All the links to all our stuff are in our show notes, so you can check them out. All right, I'm Matt Wakeling. You've been listening to the Guitar Speak podcast. Thank you so much for joining me, and we'll catch you next time. Bye now.